0: Together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. You're the revolution revolutionary, but you can't run a revolution.
1: King Kong ain't got s- on
2: me. Your $5 ass down before I make change. <laughs> well, the secret is you've got to coordinate. Damn! Yeah.
1: Good yeah. yeah.
2: Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Sean Edwards, man, your margarita's small this week. You must be busy. Nah, it's a special
1: shot, man. Special My man Israel shot. hooked me up with a couple of special shots.
2: We're broadcasting live. Ladies and gentlemen, this is watch Hook this me up. Hook live me up. from Kansas City, El Pueblito. I think we can go ahead and say this is the spot, yeah? Yeah, yeah, this is the spot. We we'll take a look at the week that was through the lens of pop culture, some streaming. Sean Edwards, what you watching this week? You know, checking out some new stuff, catching up with some old stuff,
1: man. It's just um, you know, I just
2: got it rolling. Because you got a cool job, but it's a tough job, and it's a job that you accept the responsibility for. What would you even consider yourself to be, Sean? What what would you put your business card title on?
1: Business card title? I'm a producer.
2: Producer, okay. So in in the industry of producing in this new normal, what does that mean?
1: I produce all the segments you see me on, on Fox 4 News, concept, creation, write, pull all the elements together, so what you see... Is all the hard work that I put in on the TV when it comes to movies, It's like finding that right script, finding the right actors, finding the right directors, bringing it to an AMC near you. <laughs> and then uh, Celebration of Black Cinema, that's produced that one from scratch.
2: Did you yeah, always want day. to be in this game? Did you know? I from, mean pretty much, yeah. Just that's Street? what I do, man. I've been producing since second grade. Cause everybody's a content creator, and I think that's a good thing. Let's not make that a stigma, man. I no, think everybody all... is
1: not a content creator.
2: Okay, break it down. Okay, give me the city. Everybody's other side of
1: that is coin. a wanna be content creator. Okay. Just because you put a post up on social media doesn't mean you're really, I mean, you are creating content, but, well, no, put it this way. We can say everybody is a content creator, but only 1% get paid to create content.
2: There is a lot of garbage.
1: (laughs) No, it's a lot of garbage. But you know
2: what, though, Sean? The cream rises to the top. Sometimes. Macho man Randy Savage said the cream rises to the top. and, and And
1: sometimes it doesn't.
2: Anything good you've been watching this week, streaming this week, listening to? Oh, yeah,
1: man. This new series on Netflix, Hit and Run, takes place in... Tel Aviv in New York City. Sanaa Lathan's in the middle of the mix. High Intrigue. It's a nice thriller. Um, I think it's available in a couple of weeks. Watch this dope movie called uh, Blood Red Sky, another foreign entry on Netflix. So dope. Entire movie takes place on an airplane. It's got a lot of really cool twists and turns. Uh, Yeah, you know I had to check out Sex Life. Well, naturally. It's crazy. Well, naturally. Oh, yeah. Duty calls. Every other woman on the planet's watching. So, you, you know.
2: You, you just want to stay up to date with current events, Sean. At least At stay level. Then.
1: At least stay level. I watched that animated feature, Vivo. Lim man Miranda. He's killing it, man. Not bad, yeah. yeah. he's singing. It's like a singing monkey or whatever that thing was. That's on Netflix. Did a lot of Netflix viewing. And then I watched that uh, Euro Championship. Had to watch Italy win that thing. It was a it was a, it was a nice match.
2: Hold on, Sean, ever watching soccer? Hold on. Oh man, been, since when?
1: Been since sixth grade. Oh man, I've been to, I've been to soccer matches in Moscow, Rio. When all we over gonna the world take
2: that international trip when all right. COVID's over? All right. Do I have your There's word on that? A lot of that? places.
1: Lot, yeah, we can do it. There's a lot of places you can't get into right now.
2: Man, you and me and name the location. That's uh, that's a good time, Sean. You know, I've
1: been I've been in the side. I was. I remember I went to the opening night of the Wiz when they were. We're switching over, transitioning over to sporting. Yeah, sporting KC cool.
2: locally here in Kansas City, our yeah, MLS yeah. team. Sean, we're yeah, the out voice there. of Sporting You're out KC, there. You're out there. and I'm just now knowing this, man. Yeah. You learn something You're new every there. day. You out there?
1: KC trying to lock down that World Cup stuff. We Ooh, want the World man, Cup. Man, we're going to
2: we to get on our knees and pray. And if and when that happens, Sean, you and I will be covering that and getting in all the mess.
1: I hope it happens, man. Um, it's competitive, man, and man, it's hard to believe. Thirty years ago, Kansas City was bigger than. Atlanta, Tampa, Charlotte, Seattle, Phoenix, San Jose. Like, population-wise, we were bigger than all those cities man, just 30 just thirty years ago.
2: What happened? You saw it. What happened, Sean?
1: <laughs> A bunch of boring people took over the city.
2: <laughs> Sean Edwards, you brought up some news. Let's go ahead and get to it. Let's do some news in the queue. Yeah, man.
1: The only news that really caught my attention because it was so crazy was those damn Emmy nominations.
0: The Mandalorian is coming for the crown as both series led the field when the 73rd primetime Emmy nominations were announced this week. The show's tied with 24 nominations each, but were followed closely by WandaVision, which conjured 23. And I killed Sparky, too. The Handmaid's Tale and Saturday Night Live, two shows with so much in common, racked up 21 apiece. Meanwhile, comedy freshman Ted Lasso roped in 20. Two weeks after its surprise cancellation, Lovecraft Country was honored with 18 nominations, as was The Queen's Gambit. And Mayor of Easttown picked up 16 mentions, helping to power HBO and HBO Max to a combined 130 total nods, edging out Netflix's 129 to lead all outlets this year. Are
2: we still in pandemic Emmys, so do you have to put an asterisk by some nah, of this? Nah, 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 Oh, nah, you got no excuses, gone, huh? No, nah, nah, it's no excuses. So break it down, Portia Sean. Plus,
1: the pandemic was good for television. You know, the Emmys are all about awarding TV shows. I mean, overall, it was... It was alright. I mean Ted Lasso. Got KC Connects. Got twenty Emmy nominations. Lovecraft Country, which we talked about getting canceled. Right. Last week picked up eighteen. I, I like that. So would you say Emily in Paris, though? Best comedy series? Is that a surprise or is that a Sacrilegious. Sacrilegious. Horrible. Ah. Who fing voted for that show? And I want to go back and rewatch the show with anyone who voted for that show as best. <laughs> Because I I really want to look dead in their face to see how many times they actually laughed while they were
2: watching Emily in Paris. How about this, Sean? Emmys that should have happened. The Shawnees. This is the Correction Awards show. Sean, what do you think should have got the noms on this one? Well, the
1: most egregious omission, I mean, just... Ogregious is small acts directed by Steve McQueen no not the actor but the black British dude he may arguably be the best director working in the game right now and what he did like which is so incredible is this was an anthology series but it was basically five movies this dude dropped five movies at one time and all five of the movies were good Four of the movies were dope. Three of the movies were super dope, and two of the movies deserved to be best picture. Like that's the that's the quality and the caliber that he delivered, and the fact that this this anthology or this series or mini series, whatever you want to call it, I think that was part of the problem. There's a lot of confusion about what to call it. Yeah, I mean, it just did not rack up enough nominations. It's just. Look, this is like this is like the best some of the best stuff I've seen, TV, movies or otherwise in the past like twenty-five years. Where can um, they find that one? Amazon Sean, Prime me? Video.
2: Amazon Prime for Amazon that
1: one. Prime, and which pretty much everyone should have a subscription because if you get one package sent to your home, they basically give you the service. Sean? Who's not getting Amazon packages? I would have liked to seen like I you know, The Godfather of Harlem's a great show. I think they got like one or two noms. I, I would have liked to seen them get more.
2: Ted Lasso had like it's, twenty, right?
1: Yeah, that's easy. Now is that a record? it's a record for a first time show but it's not a record overall
2: we got some Ted Lasso interviews coming up yeah yeah no I'm proud of I'm I'm
1: proud of my man Jason Sudeikis he's a he's a funny dude he's also a hard worker but I know one thing that shit Olivia Wilde did bruh but really though she left Jason Sudeikis for Harry I, I can't see Harry Styles doesn't look like a dude who's turning the thermostat up in the bedroom
2: my man's got that That watermelon sugar Hi I met
1: Harry Styles When he was with One director Dude smaller than Pinocchio
2: Let's just go ahead And do this now Because we have an interview With Jason Sudeikis I'm mad about it He's hot My man's hot Alright dude You let your girl
1: Get snatched by Harry Styles
2: That GQ profile You're talking about Yeah he's
1: being A nice guy though I wouldn't have been A nice guy
0: Jason Sudeikis is getting candid. In the new cover story for GQ, the Ted Lasso actor broke his silence on the end of his relationship with Olivia Wilde, noting that he hopes his split from the mother of his two children will make more sense in the future, saying, quote, I'll have a better understanding of why in a year, and an even better one in two, and an even greater one in five. And I'll go from being, you know, a book of my life to becoming a chapter to a paragraph to a line to a word to a doodle." Since the former couple's November 2020 split, Olivia has been romantically linked to singer Harry Styles, while Jason has been linked with his Ted Lasso co-star, Keely Hazel. But Jason is still focusing on what he can learn from the experience. Quote, That's an experience that you can either learn from or make excuses about. You take some responsibility for it. Hold yourself accountable for what you do, but then also endeavor to learn something beyond the obvious from it.
1: Five or six years ago, Olivia Wilde did some, I forgot what movie it was. It was some dumbass movie. Dude, in the middle of the interview, she was, this is when we were doing, there was no pandemic yet, so everything was in, which is why I love interviews in person, because they just go so many more different directions. But we're in the middle of the damn interview, right? And she was like, she's like, you smell really good. I'm like, oh, thank you. She's like, no, I'm serious. You smell so good. Oh, uh-oh. like what is that? Uh-oh. I'm like, I started to pick up the phone after interviewing and be like, Jay, your girl is she? She out of line. She got easily seduced by the Tom Ford oud wood. <laughs> Hey, like, she got, I know she smelled Tom Ford, who <laughs> would before. Don't fall yeah.
2: for the okie doke the Tom like, Ford. Yeah,
1: I was like, that's my boy. She's a little flirty, you know, but Harry Styles? I was like, like if, if there's, if there are any women out there listening, if there are any women within arm's reach of my voice, let me know. I could be wrong. Harry Styles? No, Ted Lasso, 20 nominations. Jason Sudeikis
2: is definitely getting the last laugh. Sean Edwards, Jason Sudeikis.
3: Watch this. You think this will end your embarrassing streak of draws? Lloyd, I've never been embarrassed about having streaks in my drawers. You know, it's all part of growing up. Go, I got a question for you. Has a team a lot of us ever won the whole chimichanga? No, for full years. Oh! Go, no, you're coming through here. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I got you. This show just took off, and uh, it provided
1: so much joy, a ton of inspiration for a lot of people that were on lockdown. I mean, what did that mean to you, and did you even see that coming?
3: No, dude, no, we didn't see man. that coming at all. Otherwise oh, I would have yeah. warned people to like wear masks and, and be like this is not a this is not fake, this is not a fraud, trust trust the science. <laughs> but um, you know, I mean look, if I if, if I had my choice, I'd rather kids could have gone to school, you know, couples could have gone on date nights, you know, we all could have gone to see plays and movies and concerts, small businesses could have kept, you know, trucking along. That that would be my preference. Uh, but but if the show the timing of, of and the themes behind it and and sort of the the, the philosophy behind it um, you know, found their moment in, in time together, then uh, I, I'm, we're, we're, we're very happy to oblige.
2: Ah,
3: you little turd birds, start touching your toes. They touch each other's toes. What? Oh. How long was that? Not as long as last time, but nobody was hurt. Okay. Where'd you find this
1: love or where'd you develop a connection with football? Where did it all come from?
3: Well, it, really, it really started. I mean, I played, you know, back home in, in, in Overland Park there. And, and uh, you know, from kindergarten to fourth grade, as a lot of, lot of kids do. You know, it's just, something you, it, it just, it's just a way for the parents. Knowing what I know now, like, it's just a way for parents to have two hours to themselves. Just get (laughs) out of here. Uh, You know, and so I did that for a few years until until falling in love with basketball. And then, you know, I went to Comets games all the time and and Gordon Hill and loved getting down there in time to see the the laser light show. This is our turn to make history. And I believe we're going to do just that.
1: The family we're born with and to families
2: who make along the way
3: to Richmond. Under pressure.
2: Sean Edwards, when we come back, you know what? Let's just keep this interview train rolling, yeah? You sound good, baby. Let's do it, man. I love talking to the people. You got some folks up next, man. You got M. Night, baby. Yeah, M. M. Night. M. Shyamalan.
1: Yeah, man. One of the greatest directors ever. He's a home of yours? Yeah, I like him, man. I've talked to him quite a few times. I'm going to break it down, though. Got a chance to talk to him about his new movie called Old. Yes, old, as in old people, O-L-D. But before we holler, I'm going to break down his best films. I got a love-hate relationship with him. Cause he'll knock out a great film Then come back with a sucky one But then come back with a good one and Then make a bad one But uh He's still dope What's up girl Hey there she is That's our In girl. the house Yeah we're at El Plobedo We do it live Best server in the excuse business right the, there. Excuse the interruptions And the slurping And the, the chip biting But yeah M. Night In the house Old
2: Sean Edwards M. Night Shyamalan Watch this
3: That's not true
0: Oh no Oh no We never leave each other Nothing separates us Are we there yet? You said five minutes. Technically, it's been more than
4: five minutes. Let's just all start slowing down.
1: Getting old is scary enough, you decide to make a movie about it. What's up with that?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man, it's scary enough in real time. That, you, you sound like my mom when I told her what I'm making she's like what are you making and I said it's a movie called old and she's like you're making it about me and I said well sort of and she said why do you have to make a pe- movie about it? oh everyone's scared of getting old I'm like that's the point mom that's the point that's why we're talking about it it's scary and so yeah you know I guess it's uh it's funny because we laugh about it and I I I kind of have a mischievous take on these things that I make I kind of you know, want you to feel squirmy and uncomfortable about it. And that smile that I see on your face, I, I, you know, I, I like that.
3: Hey, have you seen my children? Mom, I'm, I'm right here.
0: Dad, why are you looking at me like that?
1: This is based off of a book, You can, true or false. You've never done that before,
4: right? I wrote the movie adaptation of Stuart Little, Uh, so technically I've written from a book. I directed. (laughs) Yeah, I've directed a a couple TV things that weren't mine, so that's done that, but not but not a movie. So this is not a movie. Yeah, not a movie. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and the book was a gift from your family, correct?
4: for my oh, daughters no, yeah for father's day so I, look at the, think about that you know that they gave me this book they knew i liked these kind of you know off kilter weird philosophical stories and they found this really obscured graphic novel i mean you cannot find this thing and they found it in this small comic book store in Philadelphia and gave it to me and i just fell in love with it oh no
2: Five best from Sean Edwards. Right, five
5: the best, best
1: of M night Shyamalan. All right, man. Uh, I just saw it. This may be due to the freshness, or maybe it really is that good, but Uh-oh. I got I got old at number five. So you liked it? I like old. I, I like the themes he explored with that. Great homage to the Twilight Zone. He admits it. Um great movie. Number four, the visit. Visit worked. Visit was where he kinda like got back to full M night speed. Yeah, this yeah. is good. This yeah. is good. All right, this is the classic. This is where most people discovered, my man, The Sixth Sense. Stop lying. Nobody figured out when they first saw it. There was no Twitter Mm-mm. around to spoil it. Mm-mm. Nobody figured it out. Stop lying. You did not see that You coming.
2: sure did not. I hate people. You like, I
1: saw it. No, you did not. <laughs> no, you did not. That's the same people that were like, always oh, knew Darth Vader was Luke's father. No, you did not. You sure didn't. No. Stop lying. You
2: got worked like the rest of yeah, us. Yeah. And it was awesome.
1: Yeah, number two is really high on just my personal list in general, not even just reduced to an M. Night list. Split. The last five minutes of Split is one of the most best jaw-dropping experiences I've ever had watching a movie. I mean, the last five minutes, dope. All right, number one, it's not even close. This is the best film by far. It's also number one on my best comic book superhero movie ever. Okay. Like, I got this movie ahead of The Dark Knight. I got this movie ahead of Blade. (laughs) I have this movie ahead of every Marvel movie ever made. This is the best comic book movie ever made, and it's not close. Unbreakable. Are you ready for the truth? I believe comic book heroes walk the earth.
3: I believe you're one of those individuals.
1: Unbreakable is a masterpiece. You can go watch it for free right now if you disagree. And I still think people consider
2: that a cult classic.
1: Movie's great. So Go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime for free right now. Bruce Willis. Samuel Jackson. When Samuel Jackson, like, he makes a lot of movies, and half of them you can tell they're for the check. When Samuel Jackson's dialed in, like when he's like Jungle Fever Samuel Jackson, because he should have won the damn Oscar for Jungle Fever. Or when he's like, you know, the Samuel Jackson from Pulp Fiction, which he should have won his second Oscar for, by the way. Yep. Or when he's like Samuel Jackson in Django Unchained. When Samuel Jackson focuses in which he did in Unbreakable cuz that was an amazing character in that movie. He's he's an unstoppable beast. And there's just something about Bruce Willis like Bruce Willis is in like two of my all-time favorite movies, Unbreakable and Die Hard. And those movies both work because of the undeniable personality that Bruce always delivers on screen where he's like he's that dude where you know dudes are like, "Oh shit." I can see myself as him Like as much as we Like to worship And praise Like YouTube stars And yep. social media stars that's all free And
2: also What is their staying power Like we're gonna talk about The, yeah, the Will too. Smiths We're gonna right. talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger For the rest of yeah. our lives But the, big, yeah, the Am biggest Am I gonna talk about PewDiePie from YouTube No no <laughs> For more than a few and more you years don't, You don't pay for that
1: If you had to pay Like if you had to Like get your ass Off the couch Get in the car Drive somewhere Pay to park Pay for tickets Pay for food then watch the YouTube video, then I'll be like, you're a bad motherfucker." <laughs> but
2: it's all good, we digress. M. Night, great director,
1: love half his stuff.
2: When we come back, we got a movie to review and then we're gonna wrap this thing up and go home. What movie we got, Sean? Man, let's go ahead and talk about Gum powder Milkshake. Ooh, Gum powder Milkshake. You know what, I'll cheers to that. Raise that glass, Sean. Oh man, it's almost gone though. Cheers, baby. bad luck or good luck. <clears throat> cheers. I have to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Sean Edwards, let's break it down, Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah, man, wow, Gunpowder Milkshake.
1: You can watch it on Netflix. It's a fun movie. It's an entertaining movie. It's got a lot of cool action. Um, It's a little violent, but it's not disgustingly violent. I like the themes, though, because it deals with this group of female hit people and this kid and her adopted mom and basically all they do in the entire movie is fight which is a good thing because you got michelle yo who's a hong kong filmmaking legend love her she's a really fun person and she's great in the movie angela bassett's badass in the movie it's just like one of those entertaining movies you can tell the director is a huge fan of like quentin tarantino it's watched a ton of like Hong Kong martial arts movies and basically picked and choose like some of his favorite scenes and put them all into one movie and sort of like recreated them all and delivers this sort of like it's pulpy but it's not complete pulp sort of a thriller but not a true thriller got a bunch of action best thing about it it's on Netflix and it's a very satisfying watch who'd you talk to Sean got a chance to talk to Michelle yo since she is a Hong Kong filmmaking legend, and in terms of females doing stunts, she was one of the first true big big stars internationally to do her own stunts. Americans don't realize how many movies she made in Hong Kong and how dope those movies were, and how legendary some of the stunts she did really were back in the day. Like when you're watching Mission Impossible, copycat. When you're watching Born, uh, what was it? Born Identity. Yeah copycat. When you're watching Godzilla versus Kong and they're wrestling and fighting, copycat. When you're watching uh, Will Smith and Gemini Man, copycat. When you're watching all this stuff, it's all been mimicked from like the Hong Kong filmmaking scene because they were the best at action movies back in the day. And we're just now catching up. But Michelle Yeoh was in the center of all of that doing her own stunt. She's just a badass.
2: Sean Edwards, Michelle Yeoh, let's go. Watch this! I really love this
1: movie because I, I, I like the whole concept of it, particularly your character and the other characters you're involved with in the film. So, explain like what are you doing in this movie and who are you?
6: <laughs> <I love laughs> what am I, I love doing it. in this movie? I mean, first of all, a title like this blows you away right away. Gunpowder Milkshake is like, are you exactly. trying to be like a bang or creamy? You know, um, and then <laughs> after reading that script, it's it's so badass kickass but then the relationships between these women are so powerful and heartbreaking and at the same time so meaningful you know what do we what do we want we want hope we want loyalty we want honor right and in friendship we need to depend on each other and the best thing is you know they get out there and they kick ass in the best possible way so how do you say no when the cast I mean, the first time when I walked in there and it was Angela and Lena and Karen and Carla and even little Chloe. Yeah. Took my breath away.
1: No, I I was like... Yeah, you've never really quite seen a a movie like this where, like, the women are front and center and they don't downplay everything. And even still, (laughs) you still get to do all, like, the really cool action scenes. That's, That's incredible.
6: Yes, I mean, it's... In-your-face violence when it needed to be, right? And then there's humor.
1: Yes. What's now, better here's than the that? deal. Now, you, you've been doing these type of action movies for a long time. You're not tired of doing these kind of things yet?
6: <laughs> I hope I will never be tired. Actually, when I, when I read the script, it was very nostalgic because it reminded me of the in Hong Kong, when I used to do these kind of like crazy ass action movies where it was funny and amazing stunts, like with Jackie Chan and Sammo and Jet Li, you know, directed by Jun Wa Peng or Johnny To, where it was over the top, like in your face violence, but it had a sense of humor. So it really took me back down memory lane in a way. But then it suddenly is so retro. It's like Pulp Fiction. It's like in today, you know, and we really managed to have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, thanks to. Yeah. Now,
1: do you actually remember the very first stunt you've ever, you ever did?
6: The very first stunt that I ever did was in. Um, yes, madam, where I played the cop. It was my second movie, but my first action movie. And that was the biggest stunt. It is. In fact, I remember this so clearly because what the first time I m- ever met Quentin Tarantino was he actually took a Uh, a pillow put it at my feet and he described that scene frame for frame it was I'm doing this like uh, action sequence we're trying to take down the bad guys we're inside his crazy ass mansion and I'm fighting up the stairs and I'm on this balcony there are two guys who are coming at me with knives so I swing backwards the knives like miss me narrowly I go through the glass and I pull them down and then swing up onto the balcony again. And it was in one take. I don't know. I probably would never do it again, but that was probably the craziest, first crazy stunt I ever did. All right, Sean. And I mean, you got the queen. I mean,
2: we cannot forget about Angela Bassett. Nah, you can't.
1: You can't. Angela Bassett, the queen of hip hop cinema. The mom from Boys in the Hood. I like
2: that, Sean.
1: Tina Turner. So many classic movies. She played Notorious B.I.G.'s mom in Notorious. Like, she's just, she's so freaking legendary. And come on, for my money. We can go toe. I'll go toe to toe with anybody. Okay. okay. For my money, she just might be the sexiest actress in the game right now. Cause she's sixty and she looks so good.
2: Still got it. Never lost it. Never lost it. Sean Edwards and Angela Bassett. Watch this.
6: I need to exchange some books. Come.
5: Well, girl, you'll need a Jane Austen, of Virginia Woolf.
6: And and Agatha Christie
1: for reading. What were your initial thoughts just from the title? I mean, the title alone is intriguing in and of itself.
5: No idea what to expect. And I, I think that's perfect because you really don't. Going in, sitting down, lights go down, even doing the movie, having an opportunity to view it. I, I was still shocked and surprised and, and didn't know what to expect.
4: Where have you been for the last 15 years? Around? Making sure you're safe.
3: I am going to do terrible things to you girls.
4: We're
5: going to bring the sky down on their heads.
1: It's also a lot of action in the movie. Uh, Do you like participating in all this mayhem that takes place in the movie?
5: Oh, I absolutely love it. <laughs> you know, so often, yeah. You know, we call them talking heads. You know, you're just like, Ugh. but to be able to uh, get in there and be physical, it's it's a lot of fun because you, I mean, you don't. It's unexpected, and uh, I guess that's also one of the themes of the movie. You know, your you know, what expectations that you have of these women, and you are. You can be sorely mistaken and find yourself in, uh, in quite a bind if you underestimate them.
6: Assume the f***ing position.
1: Uh, put
2: your bad Say it loud. Mm-hmm. All right. Sean Edwards, what have we got on the show next week?
1: Man, we're going to kick it next week. We're going to break down Ted Lasso season two. Definitely gonna do that. And then, um, who are we gonna talk to? I don't know. We got some surprise people in the surprises, can. We, yeah, yeah, we'll have some surprises. Sur-
2: surprises in the can. I like that shot. Yeah, 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 We're gonna have some surprises. So, yeah. Sean
1: Edwards. Definitely gonna break down Tad Lasso season two, though. People love that show. Man, Olivia Wilde. Thank God. That's what we need to break I need down. an exclusive interview. I was <laughs> like, see, I knew you was tripping. You got seduced by that Ooh Wood, and now you're hanging out with Harry Styles. I started to tell Jay. Next time, I'm gonna tell him.
2: Shout out by Miss Arcel. Watch this. We'll see you next week.
1: She fits her last name. Wild.
2: <laughs>
5: You're, You're listening to the, the KC, KC, Morning KC Morning Show. show.